Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. This story is dedicated to my brother, Allah Vashalem, whose name was Rachmiel Eliezer ben Shmuel Yisrael. He passed away on Chai Nisan, the eighth day of, 18th day of Nisan, um, about 41 years ago. And this is his story. At that time, he was 20 years old. And he went away to a college called University of Tennessee in Knoxville, which means in the state of Tennessee and in the city of Knoxville. Now, to understand this story, it's important to understand that my brother, as well as myself, as well as my sister, my other brother, we're not really raised in an atmosphere of Torah mitzvahs. Unfortunately, my parents, may they rest in peace, uh, did not really have that the kind of chinuk, the kind of Jewish education that gave them the ability to really set up a home uh, based on Torah and mitzvahs. They knew a little bit, and they sent us to uh, to receive some education, but it was not really a Torah and mitzvah environment. And therefore, my brother, may he rest in peace, did not really ever have a chance to go to a day school, go to yeshiva, or, or observe or observe Shabbos, or, or Kashras. Very, very limited opportunity. And yet, when he went off to college in, in a very, very non-Jewish environment, a very, very small number of Jews, but he did join a Jewish club. It was called the Fraternity Perhaps it was called A.E. Pi, I'm not really sure. And he did really uh, do some Jewish activities. And as a matter of fact, he got much more interested in Yiddishkeit there than he was interested in it when he was growing up. Perhaps it's because of what often happens when a Jewish person goes into a very non-Jewish area that they may have had very little bit limited training and chinuch and Torah mitzvahs, but somehow when they're in a place in which there is almost no Torah mitzvahs, their neshama wakes up, their soul wakes up and somehow pushes them to say, go and look for Torah mitzvahs. We find very often that young people who had very little training in Torah mitzvahs growing up, when they go away to a college, they often discover Torah mitzvahs and they're very strongly attracted to it. And that's what happened with my brother, Allah Shalom. As a matter of fact, he began to actually walk a couple of miles every Shabbos to the town of Knoxville, from where the, from where the university was located outside of the town or away from uh, the, the Jewish area. And he walked there in order to, uh, to, to have some observance of Shabbos. Now, he became even more interested in Torah mitzvahs, and he wanted to join the Israeli army. He wanted to move to Eretz Yisrael and join the Israeli army. But before he did that, he wanted to learn something that would be a skill that would be valuable to the army. And therefore, he chose parachuting. He thought that if he learned parachuting, he would have a very good skill to present when he went to the Israeli army to apply and so on his first jump, after some training, um, 
Unfortunately, his parachute drifted over a large lake. Apparently, he didn't have enough training to know really how to steer it, seemingly. And unfortunately, he fell into uh, this lake. The parachute came down on top of him, and unfortunately, he drowned. But let us think for a few minutes about what this actually meant. Here was a person with very little training in Torah mitzvahs who decided that he wanted to join the Israeli army. Now, what is it in an army that can happen? So we know that soldiers in an army are risking their life. And what are they risking their life for? In the Israeli army, it's to protect Jewish people, which is a tremendous mitzvah. Any soldier in the Israeli army is doing a huge mitzvah by protecting Jewish people and even putting their life in danger. And of course, unfortunately, we know that many Israeli soldiers not only put their life in danger, but lose their life, unfortunately. And so this is what he was actually doing. With his limited background in Torah and mitzvahs, very limited background, he nevertheless was willing to risk his life to protect Jewish people, to learn how to parachute in order to protect Jewish people later on. And so this is really something which we call Messiris Nefesh, risking one's life, giving one's life in order to do some mitzvah, in order to do something for Hashem, in order to do something for the Jewish people. And I'm sure that this zechus, the great merit of his Willingness, his mysterious nefesh, his willingness to give his life for, for Torah and mitzvahs in a, in a general way, to give his life to protect Jewish people was a tremendous, tremendous merit and schus for not only his neshama, but the neshamas of his family as well. And in fact, when he did that, I was very far from Torah and mitzvahs. As I mentioned before, I was myself not raised with Torah mitzvahs. I never went to yeshiva. I never went to a day school when I was young. And at the time that he lost his life through the parachuting accident, I was very far from Torah mitzvahs. Unfortunately, I was very far from it. But a few years later, I found myself in yeshiva. And I spent, Baruch Hashem, five years in yeshiva, kolel, in order to learn at least a reasonable amount about Torah and mitzvahs and get myself onto a good path of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. And Baruch Hashem, I found a wonderful wife. And we have, Baruch Hashem, many children and many grandchildren keeping Torah and mitzvahs. And I'm quite sure that all of that, or a lot of that, is a result of my brother's Messiris Nefesh, my brother's willingness to do anything for Hashem. Even though he had such limited understanding of Torah mitzvahs, but he understood enough to be willing to give his life, to risk his life, and eventually, actually, as it turned out, to give his life to help protect Jewish people. And what does this have to do with Mashiach? Which is, of course, a topic that we're always thinking about and always learning about. And that is, perhaps, that every single mitzvah that a person does, every single good thought, good word, or good action, 
brings Mashiach quicker and can in fact be the mitzvah that brings the geula. And certainly it's a good example for us to be willing, not that we have to give our life away, but that we should dedicate the thought, speech, and action of our life to Torah and to mitzvahs. And this way, certainly, we will bring Mashiach much, much quicker. And so, therefore, in honor of my brother, whose yard site was Chai Nisan, the 18th of the month of Nisan, this year was about 41 years. And Chai Nisan stands for the idea of the life of Nisan. And hopefully, we will keep the inspiration of Pesach and of Nisan and the highness and the life of Nisan throughout the year, increasing constantly in Torah mitzvahs to bring Mashiach so much quicker. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more.